0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. But I'm sure most of you are aware that Netflix this week released the second trailer for the controversial Harry and Meghan docuseries. The show is going to debut a little bit later this week on the streaming platform, and as you would imagine, like anything to do with Harry and Meghan, it will get a huge reaction all over the world, particularly in the UK. Sheila Fogarty is an LBC presenter, and she joins me now. Sheila, it's always good to talk to you. Um, you I mean, none of us have seen this yet, but no. <laughs> can can you can you guess what the reaction will be in the UK? Oh, to it? Oh,
1: listen, I've already cleared the decks of my three-hour talk show on Friday, <laughs> and I'm, I'm barring you know a major major news story. I think there'll be plenty of people wanting to talk to me about it, and I think in a way that's the point. That's the point possibly it's the point only in the short term but it is the point I mean what well, what day is it today Tuesday so two days to go I am dying to see it <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I'm a bit of a sucker for this stuff but I'm dying to see it and I think an awful lot of people will be dying to see it and I think the reason for that you know it's I think it's layered the reason for that from a UK perspective you know there are there are lots of people who still have a great deal of affection for both of Charles and Diana's sons because of what they saw them go through in their very early years. You know, with the with their mother's early death and everything. So there's there's a bit of that going on where they want them to do well. Um, the reality for Harry and Meghan, I think, from a British audience perspective, is there's also a big chunk of um disapproval because they did the oprah inter or the the oprah interview aired when prince philip was very sick um you know the queen died and shortly after that there's this and the family is still grieving and of course Mm. including harry will still be grieving because they were very close and all of that stuff so there's lots of layers going on but i mean for my money um i just think one of the i don't doubt for a second that things were difficult for them i don't doubt because it would be it's an extraordinarily weird life to enter into from her perspective, so of course they were diff- of course things were going to be difficult and if you didn't feel supported, of course they'd feel even more difficult. But I think there must be some naivety because the second trail that you mentioned there is it, it it's got a clip hasn't it? a little brief clip of Harry saying that there's a there's a hierarchy within the family and you're like. It's a, yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> It's a royal family. It's the royal family. And of course, there's a bloody hierarchy, you know. And uh, so, and he knew it as well. He knew the hierarchy, you know, he'd seen Charles and Andrew and and Edward and all of that. And Princess Anne, you know, his Prince Edward, Prince, let me get this right, Prince William's children are now technically more senior than Princess Anne, essentially, in, in the royal family, you know. And th- that doesn't mean that in their daily dealings with them, the kids are like, you know never mind auntie Anne, you yes. know, i'm in charge now but the reality of the line of succession is that they are they are mm. deemed to be more of the principal characters and harry and Meghan. and this i'm sure as you know as people of action and ego and you know we're all people of ego i guess but you know people of action and ego and achievement in life and all the rest of it and fame in her case you know it probably wasn't that easy to be in the second row, but she would in the royal family, she would always be in the second row because she's not going to be queen.
0: I, Sophie Corcoran is with us as well, the broadcaster. Sophie, like there's such marmite people, if we'll describe them that way. It's a bit simplistic, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 I would imagine whatever Netflix produces and puts on screen on Thursday night, it's not going to change anyone's
2: minds, is it? No, I think a large proportion of the British public are set in stone purely the fact that we don't really like Harry and Meghan. In actual fact, I don't think it's going to change anyone's mind. I think it's more going to solidify people's original opinions of them. I'll... This entire documentary is incredibly out of touch, it's incredibly pathetic. You know, people in this country are freezing. We're choosing between heating our homes and and, and feeding, you know, putting food on the table. There's a war in Ukraine. Globally, poverty is, is sweeping across the globe because of inflation. And here we have some of the most privileged people in the entire world crying about how hard their lives are. <laughs>
0: uh, so so you, you suspect that uh, Harry and Meghan might find an unreceptive audience
2: at home for Harry? Yeah, I think that's pretty much unquestionable, especially obviously after the, the the queen has just passed and it's been a difficult time for the royal family themselves. But people just don't have the patience for this drama anymore. Uh, I think the whole thing is 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 mildly pathetic and we saw with the trailer there's already been questions about whether some of it has been misleadingly edited, which of course you know that is the purpose of a trailer, a trailer is there to, to garner attention, so obviously we don't know what the whole yeah. thing is like yet. Mm-hmm. And that's important to bear in mind, but uh, a lot of people are quite angry with the way the trailer has been edited as well.
0: Uh, I, I mean, Sheila, it's hard to know what the point of it is. Like it, it's, it, it feels a little bit like the point is just trying to settle some scores, is it? I think, I think that'll be
1: part of it. But isn't the point big money? Well, well. sorry. Yes. Oh, of course, the big money and as well. Yeah, big money and a bit of vengeance thrown in. But I, and, and again, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of what uh, our previous guest said the, your other guest said apologies i'm um, sorry names sophie apologies sophie um uh, that um that there are there are people uh, myself included actually who think guys your timing is really bad on every front here because as sophie said people are freezing and people are worried and people are striking and you know losing their jobs or, or fearful for their jobs and fearful for their kids and you know just coming out of covid and all the rest of it you know they are privileged. They are they are they are living in a however many bedroomed mansion in Montecito. So there's all of that at play. But I also think it would have been there anyway. But especially since the Lady Susan Hussey story last week, um, I think there is a focus. I'm, I'm I'm I don't just think it. I'm hearing it on my calls on my program. People calling and saying, look. Prince Philip is sick could be an excuse to not say it. The Queen dying could be an excuse to not say it. But the reality is, from from their perspective, she was on the receiving end of racism. This is callers to my show saying this. Mm. She was on the receiving end of racism. She needs to talk about it. Harry wants to talk about it. He wants to talk about the pain that some women in the royal family have experienced. Why can't he? And there's a bit of that going on as well. But without a doubt, what Sophie said is true. There's also a bit of just good old-fashioned British (laughs) eye-rolling. People I, are like, are you serious? And you know?
0: so, Sophie, w- 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 if you were advising the royal family, the rest of them, I mean, I- is that what you would suggest they do? Simply eye roll and ignore this?
2: No, I actually think that they've eye rolled and ignored it for far too long. And I think that they've enabled a lot of the uh, Meghan and Harry to effectively do what they want. And I think... Prince William did say earlier, there was an article earlier in the week that said that he will respond to things if he feels like what has come out in the documentary is particularly unfair. And Charles and Camilla, again, have said that they weren't worried about the documentary, but they were weary of it. And I think that they should respond. I I think that they should dispute some of the allegations and not just give Meghan and Harry a pass to create this pantomime to get them views and a load of money and, and use their titles and exploit their titles because they're exploiting their titles of the Duke and Duchess. They're happy to be known as the Duke and Duchess because it gives them money, but all of a sudden they're in the royal family. If I was to advise anybody, mm. my advice would be to Harry and Meghan was A, to probably not have done the documentary in the first place. And if you've got issues within your family... Settle it privately and not do a whole bunch of money well, slinging over a Netflix deal. But God,
0: I be, do. God be with the days when Harry would have simply raised an army and marched against his brother. They would have met somewhere in the Midlands. Anyway, uh, listen, my thanks to Sheila Fogarty, LBC presenter, Sophie Corcoran, broadcaster, as well, uh, for joining us here on The Hard Shoulder. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.